So this is Entrepreneurial Impact with Joe Martin and Dave Donaldson. And I'm just really uh, excited to kick off this podcast. It's been a long time coming. Uh, so I'm Joe Martin. Uh, I've been in real estate, specifically with Keller Williams, for over 10 years now. It was actually 10 years last month. Uh, I've held every position from operations and finance to our chief financials, to accounting, to launching offices, doing merger acquisitions, uh, launches, and then uh, running our DC operations uh, for over three and a half years where we had uh, over 400 agents, 1.7 billion in sales volume, over 4,000 transactions. And then uh, recently transitioned, uh, it was March, actually two years, March of 2020, going into the area director role to really um, pour into our leaders within the uh, Virginia, West Virginia territories with 28 franchises, over uh, 15 billion in closed sales volume last year, uh, over 4,000 agents and being able to pour into that leadership uh, really goes into just where this whole podcast started from, which was just entrepreneurial impact. And we have over 4,000 associates within the region. I get to, I have the pleasure of leading uh, with Dave here and really just pour into why they got into being an entrepreneur, why they're a small business owner in the local level um, hyper-focus in those neighborhoods that they serve within real estate needs just to make change. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I really just, I'm so excited to be here with Dave and I just want to kick it off. Dave, what, what, what's your, what's your story? You know, it's interesting, Joe, and in that we've been working together for two years now. And this idea of a podcast, I think both of us kind of settled with us for a little bit, right? Like we kind of brought it up. We talked about what would that look like? And we wanted it to be different. And when I look at your skill set and what you've where you've come from, and I look at where I've come from, right? I always laugh to think about entrepreneurial impact and, and how am I in this situation that I've been an owner of a couple of my own companies and some of the things or people I've been able to work with and impact over time. And honestly, I look back on where I came from and my parents was my dad's a pension guy. They worked for the same company for 30 plus years. My mom worked for the same company for 30 plus years. My uncle, my, my grandfather worked for Coca-Cola, right? I actually have Coca-Cola stock and I don't drink Pepsi to this day because of that. And then I, when I got married, my, my wife's side of the family, right? It's true. It's true. It's the little things that stick with us, right? But my wife's side of the family were serial entrepreneurs. And I honestly didn't know what that meant until I really started to get what that meant. They owned tower companies. They owned wire companies. They, they built antennas for satellites and had coax and cable and all of these things. And she was always passionate about something I'm going to own my own business. I didn't really understand what that meant. And she influenced me over time. And she was a builder and an empire builder for somebody else before herself. And then we had an opportunity to move to Arizona. She started a company and I was like, great. And I was in the hospitality business for 20 years. One day we were just, her company got bought and sold. And she said, I'm going to go out on my own. And she's like, you should join me. I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Scared the hell out of me, right? But I'm like, okay, you know, let's, let's go with it. Let's see what happens. So that was our first company. It was a, a technology security platform company. And then that evolved for me in some real estate ventures, right? I started buying and selling or buying, investing in real estate property. And my lender at the time said, hey, you should get your license. This was uh, 2004, 2005. I'm like, why? Why would I want to do that? Why would I take on another business? I had all these properties were their own businesses. My wife's company was a business. There was a secondary business from that. I said, why would I want to do that? And he explained to me, I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Well, the funny thing is by 2007, 
I jumped into the business and, and started making it my own. Because if you've ever worked with your significant other, you realize that you don't leave the office. Like you're always bringing that home. So, and I missed the day-to-day of being out in the field. So I, I started a real estate business. So that's how I got into real estate. And in there, you know, we can talk a little bit more, but then it kind of grew from there. But it, when I got into it, I wanted nothing more than to focus on helping people buy and sell real estate and being out in the field and maybe buying some properties for myself. But it, it's really interesting that I have such a drastic background from her side of the family and in where my side of the family was. What drove you in this direction, right? How did you get here? Uh, it was a Craigslist ad, actually. If you want to know okay. uh, the actual truth behind that one, uh, I was in ho- restaurants and hospitality for a long period of time. So like I got through a college, so a little bit of background. I uh, grew up in a family where my mom was the sole provider. I had a younger sister in Florida, got to play football and baseball uh, in high school, and then uh, came to a D3 school up in Washington, D.C., another four years of uh, football which was amazing for me, uh, just as an opportunity to get out of the floor, out of Florida, do something different. Um, and by coming up here, I had the four years of playing a sport, but because of being up here, I had to, you know, figure things out. So restaurants were always like my default and in, in restaurants, you got to be almost kind of like your own entrepreneur as well, because you just got to figure things out. You got to be resourceful. You got to realize that you got to make an impact for your, your guests that's coming in to see you. And what's even more impressive is if you make an awesome impression with that guest, you get repeat business, right? Like you actually show value and they should come back and they come back and they come back. And what it was interesting within the customer service and being resourceful in the restaurants is it poured into, you know, the real estate background and entrepreneurial impact really starts off with two things. You know, I, I, I got raised in Florida and came up to Washington DC to, you know, play division three football and go to Catholic university of America. And uh, by doing so my first entrepreneurial like, experience was working in a small business restaurant uh, while I was in college and understanding how important resourcefulness, customer services, and then just having an impact, right? Like if I had great customer service and had uh, people had an amazing experience at either the bar or the table I was waiting on, like they're going to come back. And like, I built repeat business off of that just because I provided a great experience and just treated people awesomely. Right? Like, like, I don't, you know, if you like people in any business, like people are your business, like you got to figure out the customer. So being able to do that in a restaurant uh, was amazing. I think it was the first entrepreneurial experience that I saw that was just really impactful for me. I would love to see a statistic. Maybe we have to dig this up as well, of, of how many entrepreneurs came from the hospitality industry, right? Because that was me, right? I worked in restaurants from 13 to 30. I got a degree in hospitality, restaurant management, and institutional management. Like I worked for Hilton and resorts and, and locally worked for, for a couple of uh, uh, local chains and Chili's and Great American Restaurants and almost worked for McCormick and Schmick's uh, also locally when they first launched. So it's kind of funny how a lot of us has come from that background. But I think when you touch on that, it's right. It's the service, right? It's that servant attitude for the people. For me, it was on management and a consumer, right? So for my staff. Right. And for the people that came that were patrons of our consumers our, uh, that came into our establishment. And when it was a very easy progression for me that when I got back into hospitality through working with people, it was a no brainer. Right. Because they were always at the center of my world because the impact that I had for them, while it was impacting them for a dining experience, now I was impacting them at a different level. I was able to impact them on the largest financial investment they will ever make. And the conversations we would have around that were different, 
right? Because we were adding value. We were adding financial wealth and whether they were investing or I was investing and I had uh, an understanding for them. And we got into fixing and flipping, right? So I started doing that and helping people. Or then they start growing their families. And then we start talking about what would it look like if you just had a kid and now you've outgrown your house, but you kept that house and you rented that house or you bought a house that you sold when they turned 18 to pay for college, right? Those conversations are different. They're deeper and they're much more valuable than, right? Would you like ice with that? Valuable at the same time, right? <laughs> valuable at the same time, but very, very true, right? Yeah, I mean, I, so I've had, you know, 10 years of, of being around some amazing uh, leaders and small business creators and just entrepreneurs. And I think the two things that I look at when I think about entrepreneurialism is like, one, the impact it can have. Oh, oddly enough, the title of this show, right? <laughs> uh, the other part is entrepreneurs put like risk, right? And I think because of the drive for passion and impact and change, and then you put the amount of risk that they put in there, like it's a, that, that's actually what gets me going is that I firmly believe that when you look at impact, entrepreneurialism at its root is saying that there is a issue here at the ground level. I see an issue with, I don't know, service or homeownership or uh, cleaning or whatever that entrepreneur is. It doesn't need to be in real estate sales or investment. It could just be, here's your startup ice cream like on ice cream truck, here is your cleaning service, here is whatever, is that the beauty of entrepreneurship is the creativity to see a gap that's needed and have so much passion that, hey, through the value that I provide to you for whatever that service is, I can fulfill your needs and then drive an economy and a local hyper-focus for me that creates business, but also creates confidence and ownership into something that like, I can stand up and like the brand is me, or maybe if I don't do the brand is me with my name, because I actually want to create a business you know, name. But it, it's really that passion to see a need to cause a change. And then what ends up happening is that that's where the change happens. And then when there's actual value there, because there is profit and there is scale and there is growth, that's where these companies like sh or shows like Shark Tank show up and they're like, oh, you need capital, you need access, or you need people because you've grown it to a level that needs substantial injection of cash to continue to grow it. And that's the beauty is that you can have this billion dollar idea at a hyper-local level, cause an amazing change at the ground level to the people you're trying to serve as a client, and then realize that if you do grow it to whatever, you could actually have capital, there's other markets that come in and be able to scale that even higher. Now, here's the second piece around like actual risk and reward that I think is actually really impactful is that when you partner with like a, a venture capital or somebody on the outside, like a corporate guy or gal, right? What do they have to lose? They don't, right? If your venture doesn't work as an entrepreneur, like they just go back to their day-to-day -day, nine to five and they're, they're looking to see what relationship do I need to like you know, develop with my superior or somebody else in a different branch that I get my corporate ladder, right? But when, you, when you're an entrepreneur and you have the mortgage, like a second mortgage on your house to fund that next capital raise or to go like make payroll or to go, you know, take out a second business loan or whatever the thing is, like there is real risk that most corporate entities, like people that work in corporate don't have that risk because they're like, oh, it's somebody else's money. Like, oh, if it doesn't fail, whatever. Right. Like, and it's that division's problem or it's the senior vice president's problems. Whereas with an entrepreneur, not only do they have this resourcefulness and drive, but they're also backing that with huge amounts of risk that entrepreneurs actually have way more to risk in the business not succeeding 
than like corporate people coming in and throwing capital into it, which I think is the beauty. And that's why like huge amounts of impact come from entrepreneurs is that they have a passion, they have a drive to fix something to create more value. And then they're not just saying that and spouting it. They're also putting money and their livelihood, even their family's like livelihood behind it to create this beautiful impact in the world that they can say that they actually did something that changed the trajectory of their lives their families' lives, most of the people that are around their neighborhood and communities. And I think like, that's the, the beauty. That's why like entrepreneurial impact. And we finally created a name and wanted to kick this off and really start in like interviewing and talking to people that are in our industry and those outside of it, that that's actually the beauty that if you don't love that passion, that risk reward, that, that like drive to go do something crazy, like that's actually what it's about. I, I think you're spot on and, and being able to grab that and recognize that when it presents itself, that's part of that risk and opportunity too, right? I'll never forget that the first time real estate, when I realized there was an opportunity, right? I knew the business side, building a business, that was a business, but now talking about building a business within the business, right? Which is something that we've been beneficial of because we've seen that. But I remember I was teaching a class one day on how to leverage, and I was basically a consultative coach on how to use technologies leveraging your business. And this was in 2013 now. And at the end of the class, I had somebody ask me like, hey, what would it look like if I just paid you to set this up for me? And I, when I even think, I just kind of blurted out a number. And I recognize now that living in Northern Virginia, that that number was not a big enough number because I had people lined up outside my door. And, but that changed, <laughs> it changed who I was because I'm like, wait a minute, there's a need inside a need, right? And then there were things that happened in my world that being a consultant and being a coach and understanding technology and understanding systems, models, and tools allow me to do something different and buy and sell and invest in real estate, right? So now, find, you know, being a father of two, right, taking the risk and the leap to join the region and now working with 4,300 associates across our region and helping them build their businesses, that's exciting. That's risky, right? Because now I'm putting myself out there. And I'm helping them. I'm helping them visualize. But that mindset, right? there's nothing hungrier than somebody who has to do it, right? That real estate is a hobby versus real estate is a, my profession is such a, not even a fine line, but such a drastic difference. And you see that in people and the ones that treat it like a business. And that's really where I kind of get excited for the people that we're going to be talking to that we bring to them, whether they're inside of real estate or not is that the passion and the impact that they're having on others impact has had on their lives, their friends, their families, the people that they've brought into the business, right? That's exciting. And I, I'm, I'm loving that. And I can't wait to hear some of those stories because this isn't about buying and selling real estate. It's where we come from. It's some of our background, but what that has allowed us to do and what that has allowed others to do, that takes it in a completely different direction. And one of the biggest things that I think people have the power of is just telling their stories. And I think if you can, you know, go out and find enough entrepreneurs, enough small business owners to really hear their story, there's a lot of inspiration in that. And I think the, the thing about small business owners, entrepreneurs is that there's a lot of challenging, hard times. And sometimes you're down in the dumps and sometimes you've got the epitome of highs, right? And I think what I really enjoy about like my journey and wanting to hear others' journeys is that it's not so much an e it's not an ego thing at all. It's just inspiration of others and recognizing people's trials, tribulations, and successes and how you can find little tidbits of like, you know, nuggets, those belief systems and their perspectives and viewpoints that can really change the trajectory of your life. And I think that 
through my journey, just because of the people I've been surrounded by and the journey, the stories that I've heard have really inspired me. And I really believe that, you know, how do you make an impact is really with your beliefs, your beliefs drives your actions, your actions drive results. And, you know, the, the real point of this podcast is really to highlight amazing entrepreneurs that we've come across to really tell their stories. Because, you know, for me, uh, the entrepreneurial environment and business has caused the ability to have own home ownership at 23, to have three different commercial buildings, to own part of a mortgage company and title companies and have a conglomerate of real estate brokerages and, and, and to be even to scale into regions and things like that. And opportunities that I, you know, if you looked at me when I was 21, getting out of college, like I tell you, you were, what were you smoking? Like there's no chance. Right. And my, my entire like life, right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's definitely not together. That's why I, that's why I went bald at 23. Right. But, um, <laughs> but I think like, that's the cool part. Like, as I look, reflect back on the, the past 10 years in the entrepreneurial, even though like we, we run a big business and whatnot now, it still has small business like foundations. And I think the best part for, you know, working with you and then finally getting this off the ground is really just the, you know, I was sitting um, with my wife on the couch last night and just kind of reflecting back on, what we're, what we're going down in the journey and being able to tell people's stories and really to show the impact that people, that they're not just out there doing what they're doing because they, they want to make money. It's that because it was some other bigger factor, whether it was a family motivation or that they had this huge passion and what their specific industry could do for people. And I think being able to tell people those, get them to think about their stories and understand how impactful they are and how motivating they can be and the change that they've made. And I think that's what really gets me fired up about this podcast is really just hearing people, their journeys and, and just true impact and how they did it through grit, resourcefulness and drive. And I think that's what makes America great. You know, coming where I'm at now, right? And I think about being opportunities has allowed me, right? Coming up in my last two roles for my local market center and now for the region didn't exist. But they existed and, and, and became because I recognized opportunity through coaching and consulting and, and recognized a new Mark Center was launching. I was able to get in positions to work with them and started volunteering with the region and doing things just coming from contribution. I never imagined like that I was doing this to get a job with the region because the role didn't exist. Right. And then you get tapped on the shoulder one day and they say, hey, we'd like you to try to do this. And I'm like, well, that's, that's pretty freaking awesome. I would I would love to do that. Right. Because in my world at that time, I needed a change. Like I couldn't be out nights and weekends anymore. Right. So I was able to turn what I learned into a nine to five consulting and coaching job. Right. And practice for business practice for myself. And now like yourself, uh, part ownership in a couple of market centers, a van lines company, a couple other things, titles, right. Things that come to us because we've poured into others and we've been able to take advantage of things also becoming continuously aware of investors. And now recognizing where we are, we can give back, right? And we can continue to give back and pouring into others. There's nothing more passionate for me or impactful than talk to a brand new associate. And I'm fortunate enough to talk to new ones every month when they come through training and coaching, right? And to see where their background was and see where they want to go. Not all of them are that way. Some of them are hardwired. Like this is a, this is a not fail enterprise for me. And that's, exciting because then you can get wound up with them and like, okay. And you can see how fast. And I've seen, and some of the people we talk to, like how quickly their businesses have grown from one thing to another in one year, 24 months, 36 months and where they are. Some of the top producers in the region or in the company. Right. And that's awesome. 
The one thing that I think needs to resonate or we need to keep as a constant message in this podcast is really just leadership that once you achieve certain things, next elevation of it, if you look at John Maxwell's five levels of leadership is really just like, how do you grow other leaders? Like that's the epitome of it. Let's take a quick time out there real quick for everybody that's listening. That won't be the first book drop that Joe drops on us. <laughs> Joe, Joe's library card and ticker file runs pretty, pretty long. So used to writing things down and be like, what did he say? Because they're going to come fast and furious. All right, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> and then the English lit class was not my favorite one. So, um, <laughs> but, um, but I think what's, what's cool about entrepreneurial impact is that like you, at some level, you start out, you grind, and then you get, you get, um, some level of achievement. And then you start to systematize that level of achievement and you get consistent results. Right. And then once you get to that, you get this level of like, I don't want to say boredom, but you're like, yeah, I know how to do this. So you got to challenge yourself and you got to keep pushing to say like, what other things am I uncomfortable that might be avoiding? And I say that because once you get to a level of production and you realize that I can always be productive, you then start to question yourself around how can I impact others going back to, like the epitome of like a legacy and causing change in other people's lives. And I think this is the one thing that I want to make sure we always kind of touch back on is just, we can impact two things with people. It's their environment and the conversations we have with them, right? Leadership is, you know, we talk about influence and a lot of other things, but really, if you think about it, we can't force anybody to do anything, but if we can tell stories and create positive environments of how you can achieve things and how you can be greater. And then you challenge people directly to be a better version of themselves through the conversations you have. Like, I think that's actually where entrepreneurial impact comes in is that it's all a conversation. It's one, one experience, one training, one, one dinner, one breakfast, whatever that like you look at your environment that you portray to people to allow them to succeed. And then what conversations, what elevated conversation do you have with them? to truly challenge who they are as a person and what they can actually become to have that impact that they're looking to have through that small business. Absolutely. You know, and as we start to wrap up here in our, our first session, you know, and I'm really excited about, Hey, this is, this is going to be cool, right? It took us a while to get here. We talk about these things, but now that it's here and for everybody listening, just so you know, you'll be able to find us on Apple and Spotify and we'll be launching in the month of May. So keep your eyes and ears open for some teasers, some announcements. We'll be coming at you live once a week with some incredible people, right, that we're excited to introduce to you. And actually, personally, I'm excited to meet some of them myself. We're big league now. We're on Apple and Spotify. I've made it big. I'm just going to retire now. <laughs> Wait, we just say we own those, right? We're, we're <laughs> on those uh, at some point soon, right? Hopefully they accept us. They accept us for who we are. But listen up. So everybody, listen, I want to thank you. Thank you for joining us on the first episode of Entrepreneurial Impact. My name is Dave Donaldson. This is Joe Martin, and we're going to be coming at you each week. But again, like I said, look for us from Apple and Spotify for our next session coming live to you. Have a great day, everybody. 